G'day guys, welcome back to Tradio Podcast, proudly powered by Trade Tools. For those of you that don't know me, my name's Brad, I myself am a tradie, but I've recently hung up the tool belt to bring you guys podcasts and videos courtesy of Trade Tools. So in this podcast, I interview tradies and people at different stages in their careers and from all walks of life. So whatever you're doing today, whether you're flat out or just kicking back, we'd like to say thanks for listening to Tradio and enjoy. We're recording. We're live. Here with uh, Madman Brad and hey. Jacob the Chippy, mate. We've got another Chippy in, but uh, Jacob's uh, Mature Age Apprentice, which is kind of interesting to talk about, you know, because a lot of people are scared of the idea of uh, committing to one. We're here to try and put that to bed. The biggest thing for me is um, I've got kids, so I've got a family. I've got two boys. Yep. That kind of scares a lot of people away from being an apprentice because they think the pay is pretty bad. Yep. As long as you can budget, you can get around it. It's a bit different there because I've just gone a private mature age apprentice, so yep. the pay is a bit better there. Yeah, right. And um, before that, I was uh, with All Trades as one yep. of their apprentices. So yep. um, with them, basically, you're never out of work. That's the, yep. that's the security buffer there. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so if... Um, if one job falls through or one employer or whatever, they'll just uh, shift and move you around as you need to to keep you working. Yeah, pretty much. Because so essentially like, that keeps them earning money too. So. Well, that's, that's yeah. it. They want to keep their the money coming in. Mm. So there was a couple there where like um, I was a bit picky with my bosses. I got some bosses that just wanted to use me as labour. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, uh, nah, mate, it's not going to work. Um, <laughs> I'm, I won't be here next week. I'd tell all trades and then um, I'd be at a new boss. And um, yeah. I found a real good boss. And um, long story short, I've now gone private with him. Yeah. So I'm now a private surgery mature age apprentice with, um, KBK Builders. Yeah, little shout out. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so they've taken me on. And um, going private, it's a whole different world because I get paid above the ward right now. But that's also if they go under, I go under. So Yeah, it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Basically. So I'm, how long how long were you with uh, with All Trades? Um, pretty much the first two, four years of yeah. my apprenticeship. Yeah. I've, I've just gone third year. I'm like, three, four weeks into it. Yeah, so, okay, righto. Um, I'll have finished my apprenticeship with these guys and, uh, yeah, stay on with them. For sure. So uh, how many how many employees do they have? Are they... Um, they've got a crew of eight, I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. The, the framing crew, which I'm on at the moment, yeah. um, is like five guys. Yep. So, yeah, um, righto, that's good. Uh, two tradies, an apprentice, and um, two labourers. Yeah. Um, and we smash out houses in like two days, two and a half days. Ah, um, so you're so doing the four bedroom, two bathroom, yeah, sort of, yeah, the, yep, yeah, the, 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 the new bedroom. Yeah, yep, so, yep. Um, we smash that out, and then they've got a cladding crew. Ah, yes, that they come yep. back do the feats and that. That's um, a three man crew, sometimes four, and then um, they've got. What are, what are most of these new houses cladded with? Um, it's that lineal um cement fiber stuff. It's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that James Hardy stuff. It's real yep. good. Like it's um strong but like every man his dog has been cutting with a grinder yes yep dust has been going everywhere i've yep. done it myself for the first yep. two years and um right now the silica dust is a pretty big important thing at the it moment it's huge so. mate i recorded another podcast this morning with uh makita mick and that was a big part of our conversation too like it is it comes up in most most conversations now you know job related conversations how um fast this whole dustless push is coming on which and it should you know it's uh silicosis is is knocking off way too many people yeah well they reckon it's going to be uh, the next asbestos oh, it so, already um, is yeah um we had makita come out they brought two cars out and they did like a massive demonstration for us cuz yep. we're looking at having to buy it cuz well not looking at it, you have to now cuz yeah yeah pretty much if you don't buy it, it's like I think it's up to $5,000 per person not using it. So we've got a guest coming on here 
soon that is going to uh, clarify exactly, hopefully, that's the idea, exactly what the uh, legislations are, what these new things put in place are going to be. Yeah, so that'll be a good one. Yeah, that's going to be actually pretty handy because yeah. a lot of the information is out there, but it's very um, scarcely spreaded. I think because nothing nothing has been set in stone yet as far as the new legislations go as far as i know so yeah well it's hard to find out um, what the what what i know from what makita told us is they've got the three classes of the um, dust yes. extractors yep, so yep. l m and um, i think it's h for high mm-hmm. basically they want to abolish the l class get rid of them yeah because they're yep. pretty much just vacuums yeah that's right I can almost guarantee M will be like that'll be the minimum. Yeah, baseline. But yeah, the the I think the worry was making H the standard, but yeah, I just I don't think it <coughs> will do that no, because um, it'd that'd be crazy. Well, like they measured on particles in the air from what Makita was telling us, yeah, something like yeah. that. With America and that, like their standard is basically um, M. So yeah, righto. Um, the, the new Dewalt one, like that's what yep. basically everyone will be going to because that does the job. Like it's cordless, which is what everyone wants. Yep. that's what everyone's scared of at the moment is we're in a cordless world now and hang on we've got to go hook our cordless grinder up to a corded vacuum yeah what's going on there so nah it's going all right we'll we'll find out soon anyway see what uh what the go is so what uh what tools do you run um i run a milwaukee do you yeah, team red them real real tools you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can't buy them at bunnings most of the yeah you can't buy anything good at bunnings uh most of the Chippies we've had on here, uh, Makita still. That I think that's an age thing. I was too yeah. when when I started my apprenticeship. M- Milwaukee wasn't even in, in Australia. So. Oh, that's it. Don't get me wrong. Like Makita is up there. Like, Damn straight. Um, the only reason I went with Milwaukee is uh, when I went to Brahma Tools. They yeah. were having a massive sale, and the rep was there, and yep, he's like. Yep. You buy this and I'll give you this. So I, I bought that and got a couple hundred dollars of free stuff. Can't I'm argue with that. Pretty easy. You throw some money my way and I'll uh, I'll go that way. But yeah, like Makita, like all the crew runs Haikoki and Makita. So yep. they're like accessible. Like you can get them anywhere. So yeah, that's right. That's like yep. the benefit. How's that, mate? Touched on nearly all the platforms except poor old DeWalt. Oh, we got DeWalt with the M-Class vacuum. Uh, yes, we did. Yeah, so we got them all, man. Oh, uh, very oh. good. And I, well, when I started my apprenticeship, I had uh, Ryobi. So, uh, oh, did you? Yeah, I had uh. Ryobi. It was from family brought me Ryobi. So I was like, yeah, yeah. No, I was loving it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> go the Ryobi. Uh, Casey was using Ryobi up until just <coughs> recently. And I, every time I seen him pull out that Ryobi drill, I thought, what are you doing, mate? Yeah, I, I said, seen oh, that. it's just my destruction drill. It doesn't matter. And I said, oh, yeah. I don't right care about it. Yeah, I seen the way he pulled it out, like on the, um, his Instagram page. It was like, yeah. just <laughs> made a mess of whatever he was doing it ended up actually snapping um where the handle meets the body i don't know if we should be really here bad mouth and ryobi anyway (laughs) um so you said you got a young family mate and uh how do you find the balance with work and the missus and the kids and and all that good stuff yeah so i have a five-year-old boy um he's a terror at the moment absolute terror Mm -hmm. um like just energetic He's yes. actually very good, like, behaves. And I got How'd a, you manage that? <laughs> I, we got lucky. Um, a lot of people tell us both our kids have never really cried, haven't really been screamers. Like, yeah, right. We've been told by plenty of people, you've got kids that fool other people into having kids and their kids uh, are monsters. That, I like that. And That's so good. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's a win for me. It's a loss for them. See, it's a, a big thing too, uh, especially with uh, on social media, on my own as well. You only show the good parts of yeah, having kids, you know, oh, it. look how 
cute they are. Yeah. And don't be fooled. Yeah. Don't oh. be fooled by them. hundred percent. Like if I was going to put anything up there, it'd be the good shots. Be like, mm. ah, I wouldn't put the bad shots of him nah. running around slapping me. Right into your crutch. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Like the biggest thing with being an apprentice and with the family, I would say would honestly be managing the sleep and that work lifestyle, like with the yes. kids. Yep. The money, if you can budget, like you can do it. But yeah, the biggest thing is managing that um, family time. I kind of lost that at the start. I was doing a lot of overtime and a lot of weekend work and um, mm. basically neglected my family. And um, yep. that was one of like the other subjects I was going to touch on. That pretty much led to a divide between me and the partner. Yes. And that made my mental health go downhill. So yeah, for sure. I was um, hating life, hating, yep. hating work. Got to the stage where I actually thought about like, what's the point of being here? Yep, yep. Um, like I had no nothing... I worked, went home, slept, worked, went home, slept. That yep. was it. Like, yep. So got to the point where I wanted to um, actually, you know, think about leaving this plane of existence. Yeah. Nice term. <laughs> Eventually, um, I met up with some good friends. Like, they kind of seen that I needed the help. I didn't ask for it because yep. men don't ask for help. Men yeah, don't well need that's, doctors. That's, uh, so. You know, that's a, a lot of the time that's just how it is, how it seems to be, unfortunately. Yeah. But well, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the biggest thing. Like, my dad and all that were always men don't cry you know you sound like a girl don't cry yeah, so yeah. i was brought up like you know men don't cry men don't yeah. have feelings and um a couple of my friends actually pretty much brought me back from the edge mm. um basically probably saved my life if being bluntly honest yeah. um and ever since then i've told myself uh standard five day a week i'll do a weekend every now and again yeah but family time now is important for me for and sure then, since having my second little boy i yeah. just turned one 100% clear difference from when I first started my apprenticeship. Like I make time for them now. Yes. Work, yep. work doesn't become the priority. See, time for me now too, this job is is more time demanding than any other job I've had. Like even, you know, when I was doing 12-hour shifts, I've never had to watch a calendar and make sure that I've got all my ducks in a row. And Yeah. And, uh, and that has been a little bit taxing just the transition from what I was doing to this has been a bit taxing on Crystal and I as well. Like it's that sort of battling for attention from the kids and, and you know how it is, all yeah, that stuff. That and then mental side of it. And it does, does uh, drive a wedge in between, <coughs> in between you two. And if you don't sort of, if you're not proactive with it, that, that wedge just drives in further and further. And, and then, you know, you just sort of isolate yourselves from, from one another because it becomes too big an issue to uh, bring up. Yeah, well, 100%, that's it. Like, I can see where you're going there because I yep. used to do, like, computers <laughs> and that, like, technology for a job and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, did you? Yeah, and, right um, Like, I'm really good with technology, so yep. um, I couldn't do the sitting behind the desk. I was like, oh, I want something different. So yep. I went there being a carpenter. And, um, like, it's a f really physical job. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like you said, like, going from that to this, this is a very – Mental, mentally yes. taxing yeah. job because you've got to think about so much yeah. more. You've got to organise so much more. It's the organisation that that is the the trickiest part for me personally. But it's uh, it's getting better. I'm 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 working it out. I just adapt, mate. Adapt and overcome. Wing it. Nothing. A little drunk Friday can't fix. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Reset the clock. Just thought I'd jump in here real quick, guys, to tell you a couple of things about our Renegade Industrial Air Compressors. So they're manufactured right here in sunny Queensland. We've been uh, proudly making them since way back in the 80s. In fact, the very first compressor made still works and sits proudly here in our head office. So when you buy Renegade Industrial Air Compressors, you're buying long-lasting reliability. Anyhow, back to the podcast. Yeah, well, um, 
if you want to jump into that mental health a bit more, how did you come out of it or <coughs> I don't know the right terminology to use here, but um, yeah, no, I'm fine talking about that. Like it's one of my biggest things from actually suffering from it. And yeah. like, I still get those days now. Like actually, honestly, today was one of those days where yeah, right. I didn't want to get out of bed. I was like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Like mm. it's, I, um, I had a friend as well who's gone through it and he hurt his back. Yes. And um, yep. so his career was basically he was going to be um, a bodybuilder and stuff like that. And like okay. he's, he was really good at it. Like, yep. um, won his first comp and all that, hurt his back. And um, yeah, he was not doing a good time in life and stuff like that. And yep. he was always so positive and like everything. That was, he was one of the uh, main reasons that kind of got me to go, oh, hang on. Like, tomorrow is another day. Because yep. he was always saying, like, if you wake up on a bad day, um, make yourself breakfast, have a good breakfast, and yep. start your day off good. So, yeah, yeah. My personal way of getting over it was pretty, um, a lot of people would say simple. Yeah. But um, I started my day by getting up and I would make my bed. That was my yes, first, okay, right. first task I yep. would accomplish. And um, I actually learned that from my stepdad because he was in the army. And yeah. he said, um, he goes, just make your bed. Yep. You've accomplished that first task of your day and you, you've started your day out winning basically. So I've uh, heard this sort of this thing as well. And I've actually used a similar sort of thing in the past is stop giving yourself big goals that are hard to achieve. Like yeah. I, I need to be happier, like yeah. these big things. And put them down into small achievable goals. And then when once you achieve that simple thing like doing the dishes or whatever, once you get that done, boom, you get a reward from your brain. Yeah, little and steps. It, and it's yeah, little it starts step. building on that. Well, I'm pretty big on that right now because originally, um, actually five years ago, because I've been with my partner just over six years. Yeah. So sorry. Seven years ago, yeah. I was actually homeless, living on the street. Yeah, okay, right. So yeah. I was in Mackay, living on the street, homeless, yeah, with okay. my family and that. So um, we had nothing. Wow. And um, I've come from, we come back down here, and I yeah. actually moved in with the missus. Yeah. And her family took me in. So they got me my license, and basically I was like, oh, like, I'm always going to be broke. Money's always going to be a problem. Yeah. Yep. And I kind of set, like, little goals. Like, all my friends were out with new cars and all this, and I'm like, oh, I'd love a new car. Like, who wouldn't? Yep. Like, Yeah, of course. So I was like, oh, I can't realistically afford it right now. Like, yep. I don't want to go and get a loan. Yeah, yeah. So I set, like, little goals. So my little goals for me, which was quirky, was, oh, I'll get a new tool next fortnight. Yeah. Get yep. this next fortnight, or I'll take the, the missus to dinner or something like that, and yep. then kids come along and... Uh, bloody dinner <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> dinner <laughs> and, and the kids come along and it was other little things like oh i'll just aim for the park or the movies and stuff like that yeah and um that was like one of the biggest things it was setting those little goals that seem more achievable instead of going oh i want a car like and the longer like, it takes the more your brain punishes yeah. you for feeling like you're failing at something yeah, rather like, than at these victories along the way yeah oh 100 percent like the last 12 months have been like just a lot of little victories and um, I've just gone and hopefully um, looking at the car that I'm going to buy. So yeah, yeah, um, very cool. getting one of those big achievements where I didn't think like yeah, this time yeah. last year, I'll be like, I'll never be able to afford a car. I'd never be able to do that. So yeah, well, that's like, pretty amazing, mate. Coming from a situation like that, you know, that's, that's um, dire straits, you know, that's pretty hard. Oh, like there was days there, like where literally we were living off like we'd have one loaf of bread for the week like it was wow. and now money's still an issue because money's going to be an issue for yeah, everyone always. yeah everyone. it doesn't matter how much you earn you, you if can. anyone tells you money's not an issue for them they're lying yeah or they have an underground criminal ring yeah 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 <laughs> so it's um that was my biggest thing was 
when I was um, feeling like I didn't want to be in this world. Yeah. So I was focusing on what everyone else had. Like, And it, it is easy, easy to get caught up in that mindset too, you know. You constantly, I think it's human nature to compare yourself to one another, you know, other people you see yeah. and, and all of a sudden you're, fo- you're focused on what you don't have and what they do have, you know, but, but yeah, try and woo up for a minute and look at what you do have you just think yourself down into a cave for sure absolutely the bit the hardest part is once you're down in that cave you can't see the light yeah so like that was when um my friends were very good and um yeah my partner's parents and that kind of brought me out of that cave and yeah now like i honestly take each day as it is and um my like brother like he's just had a baby girl she's nine months now yeah and um she's just been told that she might not live to see eight so, no way. Yeah, well, basically, she was having seizures and that. So yeah. that was another pretty big kicker for me recently where yeah, it's gone on, like, appreciate life. So, for sure, absolutely, um, mate. Like, it's those little things. I go, like, oh, like, man, I want a car and all this and like that. But then, like, being told my niece won't see eight maybe yeah. if she's lucky. Like, I go, oh, yeah. like, look how much I have. Like, that's right. I'm so ungrateful right now. Big time, yeah. So, that's, like, it, that's, yeah. It was a big step back for me, like, slap in the face, like, hang per- on perspective thought eh? like yeah. hold on i'm i'm here whinging about something that is so trivial compared yeah. to what is going on in in other people's lives you know like yeah, yeah well that's it like it was yeah. a big big i needed honestly i needed that yeah. slap in the face yeah so i reset my um um direction and for sure perspective so yeah there's always always someone out there uh doing it way tougher than us you know some people manage to get through things that you can't even like i can't even <coughs> imagine how hard it must have been for them and just hats off to hats off to those guys, eh? Oh, hundred percent, eh? Like every blue moon or so, if I have a couple extra dollars from doing overtime, yeah. I'll go for a Macca's or something. Person in front of me, they're buying a coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, they're, yeah. Mate, I'll shout you a coffee, bro. If I'm yep, feeling yep. good for the day. And I don't do it all the time, like probably like once every two, three months. Yeah. Because I'm that is, I, I feel really good and I'm like, oh bro, no, nah, I'll pay cool, you a coffee, eh? bro. I got it. I tipped an Uber eight. Gave an Uber driver a decent tip the other day because he gave me a high five when he got yep. it. And I was like, that was cool. So <laughs> I don't things. give you a decent tip, mate. I like that. Yeah, well, those little things. Like I had a, actually caught a taxi back from the hospital the other day because mm. um, I was in the hospital over the weekend. But um, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah I was in the hospital because um, I had a, they call it a, a Quincy. It's a, Is that what it's called? Yeah, Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, they, it's the nickname for it, a Quincy. Sounds like a dodgy pommy nickname. Well, when they took me in there for it, um, I'm cutting the story short too. I'll butcher it, but um, yeah. tonsils, GP was wrong. Went to the doctors and they kept me in. They're like, you're not going nowhere. So you were um, admitted to hospital. Yeah, they admitted me overnight and for the whole day in that. And um, the nurse come over and she's like, oh, that's a Quincy. She got like six different people to come have a look at it because yeah. they were like they hadn't seen one. Yeah, and I thought they were taking a piss. I'm like. Yeah. Quincy, <laughs> it's just tonsillitis. Like, yeah. come on, stop it, guys. I just want my, my antibiotics and I'll be out of here. And um, nah, that's actually called a Quincy. Yeah. Um, there's a bigger name for it, which I don't, I'm not going to, not nah. even try. Nah. <laughs> I'll butcher it. Yeah. But um, so yeah, like basically there's a big abscess in the throat and um, it was like compressing like my arteries and all that sort of stuff, making it impossible to eat and that. So it was like pushing on that uh, carotid artery? Yeah, carotid artery, well, like yeah. all, all under here, under my neck and like chin and that. And um, basically they like just like- in- internal choke out yeah pretty much i was trying to my body was trying to kill itself so um so they ended up cutting the back of my throat and like relieving the pressure and like the pus oh man in the the back of my mouth warm that was uh pretty good but i was leaving because i told they wanted to keep me in another night and i was like nah i want to go home i don't like hospitals i don't want to be here yeah i'm fine i'm not dead 
Um, yeah. And I, I left and um, the Uber, not Uber, the taxi driver that picked me up. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I just been in a hospital. I'm, I'm hungry. I'll go get some food after home. He took me through the Macca's drive through. Yeah. Like it was that little thing because he wanted to buy me Macca's. So when we got home, I think the fare was like $15. So I just, yeah. cause like, oh, here's 20, man. Like, I have yeah, 20 yeah. in cash. Yeah, sure. So you've like made my day better. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. well, lucky you, uh, lucky you end up going in to see the doctor, mate. Cause it sounds like if they're pushing on the carotid. That's pretty serious, eh? Yeah. Well, then on the Eno's and throat doctor, I think Kimberly was her name. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> yeah she was uh like oh if you waited a couple more days it probably would have like it could have burst in your throat and um like toxic it, shock yeah, it syndrome been toxic or shock septic or whatever it is and would, um, <coughs> septicemia had like yep. cut your throat drained it all out so wow. i was whinging about having two days off work <laughs> yeah and um it could have been much worse and that oh, was yeah that's another one of those little perspective things. Turns out those two days were like a massive days at work. So yep, yep. the boys are like, oh, your dog does. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I could have been in hospital <coughs> for a few weeks. I could have been yeah, on, the, that's on right. the roof doing trusses and yeah. had it pop Pass and out yeah, passed out. So Far out. Those, those, always those little things. Life teaches you, man. Yes. You're going to learn, mate. You're going to learn from everything. So yeah. like I'm still trying to learn. I, <laughs> I gave up learning. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, I just... Or was it measure measure once, cut five times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I used to run it yeah. anyway. Uh, well, um, we do have a couple of rapid fire. We gotta, we're just in a bit of a rush, guys, because we're going to have one of the guys lock us in head office. If the lights turn off in here, that means old mates sh- shut yeah. it down. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't move, actually, because the alarm will go off. <coughs> We've got sentry, sentry guns posted yeah. around. so Renegade nail guns. Our uh, rapid fire questions. So first up, it's van or ute. What do you run? Ute. Yep. Ute. And I'm just about to get a D-Max. So Ooh, very has, nice. has to be dual cab because kids, responsibilities. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> Dad of the year over here, mate. Yeah, mate. If you can make them, you can look after them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, healthy wrap and salad or a meat pie sausage roll? Um, I'm a meat pie or sausage roll with an iced coffee, yep. chocolate smarty sauce. <laughs> yep. That's me tradie breakfast right there. Here you going, mate. Get that up, yeah. Throw in some chicken wings from the food van, mate. And we, we this third rapid fire question, we've been trying to figure out what to ask. Uh, what does everyone do? How big's your hammer? How big's my hammer? Oh, that's actually a pretty good one. For I know. Carpenters, eh? Yeah. A lot of people, I've got a 24 ounce. 24? Yeah, I started with a 15 ounce. Whoa. And all the guys are like, oh, that's a, that's a little girl hammer. Yeah, like, 24 oh. though, that's a big step up. Yeah. Like, I a, use, I run a 20. Yeah. And that's perfect for yeah, me. Well, the 24 I find is actually pretty good for me because like I don't have to swing as hard. Yeah. To sink this <laughs> of at, course, like, because to, it's a monstrous yeah, hammer. Like, I can do the feats and that pretty good. Yeah. Um, everyone's going to like those Mark Martinez M1 hammers and that, like those $400 hammers. Why? And I'm, I'm sitting there going, I couldn't afford a $400 hammer. Nah. Why would you pay $400 for a hammer? But they haven't even seen them. They're really, really light. Apparently, they're only like 15 ounces. Yeah, so right. All these chippies are getting these really, really, really light hammers. Yeah. But apparently, they're the bee's knees. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, nah. how do you go from a heavy hammer hitting harder to, they reckon, the light hammer hits harder? Yeah, right. Like, there must be some math in there somewhere. Sounds like sounds like voodoo to me, mate. But we'll, yeah, I'll have to look into it and see what the go is. I love the old S wings, mate. They're my. Oh, you can't beat S wing, mate. They're my go-to. All right, mate. Let's wrap it up before we get locked in here. Yeah, it'd probably be a good thing to do. Yeah. Right? I'd love to spend an idea with the Cadillac, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, lay on the floor and cuddle up for warmth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, you know, survival, survival. <laughs> 
All right, mate. Well, uh, cheers for coming in. And um, yeah. I think we're heading the same way home, aren't we? Yeah, back to Iffy, mate. Ipswich, fellow Ipswichian. Yeah, oh, you. Come on, Switch. <laughs> Stop being crap. Yeah. Get better. But you know what? We can blame the dodgy uh, mayor, yeah. mayors and corruption and that. You know, us us civilians are good. The yeah. rest of them, oh, you mate. know, the people running the show. <laughs> they can't stop us all, right? No, that's right. <laughs> Jacob the Chippy on Insta, guys. Uh, go and check him out. Let's ah. get out of here. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. No worries. It was a pleasure. Well, there we have it. Another episode wrapped up, guys. I'd love to hear your feedback. And you can email me at tradio at tradetools.com or message the Trade Tools social pages with any topics you'd like to hear about. And, of course, be sure to hit the subscribe button to keep up to date. Until the next episode, see ya!